I've told you the infamous story of <laughs> me and my cousins. Okay, I don't. Well, I told you, but I didn't tell the world. My cousins and I, we were hanging at my aunt's house, and as was the custom, she would have like a get together, like not usually on Christmas, because that was usually more of like a media family, but you know, designated day for like the whole family. Usually, like the cousins get together and hang out. Um, bad snowstorm comes in as the night progresses and we're pretty much snowed in for like two, three days. Us plus a bunch of alcohol plus nowhere to go equals just insanity. And I think, I'm not sure if this is when the song first came out, but for some reason, like every third song was Christmas shoes. And at first we're kind of singing along to it or whatever, but then the drunker we got, the more we started paying attention to the song and it's like, what is this? <laughs> like this song is horrific. Yeah. Like and I and it's supposed to be this sweet song. Like the kid's mom's dying and the child wants to buy these shoes so that way you know the mom can meet Jesus. And it's like basically it's like the line is to meet Jesus. Like because the, the mother's dying and I'm like and it's meant to be this really sweet gesture and this kid just wants to do something nice for his mom before she shuffles loose the mortal coil <laughs> and like. I don't know what this song is. It's just like, why is this is meant to be sweet? But no, this is terrifying. This is traumatizing. And like, imagine you're sitting around, you know, the, the Christmas tree. Everybody's opening up presents. And, you know, you're there with your family or, you know, your significant other, whomever. And all of a sudden, you're sir, I want to buy these shoes. <laughs> and I'm like, what? First off, why are you bringing that, like, Bagel Bites energy into this Christmas song. <laughs> Christmas! Christmas in the morning, Christmas in the evening, Christmas uh, at supper time. <laughs> you know when what your other... shoes are on your mama, you can meet Jesus anytime. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. Okay. You know what... I'm sorry. That was, out of, that was out of pocket. You know what other commercial from around that time had that, had that same Bagel Bites energy? I was singing it earlier today to my dog as I fed him the the fucking crossfire. Yes. <laughs> Where I'm like, this is marbles. <laughs> no, it's not. It was a battle for yeah, like caught up in crossfire. And at the end, crossfire. As the kid like, gets banished from to the hell. darkness. It's what or what? What? The 90s were so weird, y'all. Okay, so for anyone who has not seen this commercial, there was just a game, a commercial for a game, in which these kids, it was like a dystopian future where like kids ran everything, and there was like a cage match, and there's fire everywhere, and they're playing marbles, and the loser gets like banished to the shadow realm. Like... <laughs> The commercial did, it did look like they had a budget of about $13 because it had that same Mortal Kombat, like, Windows 95 screensaver fire. Yeah. <laughs> and this kid was way too excited to have murdered one of his peers. Crossfire! The kid disappears, he's like, yeah, yeah! And I'm like, you took a life. Why are you selling, what hellscape is this? Also, it's marbles. Like, please calm down. Right? It's like, sir, this is Hungry Hungry Hippos. Can you not? <laughs> I was walking with the ghost.
everybody. <laughs> you are listening to Talking Like a Teen, the podcast where we have a tendency to rush back into our past. Um, I was fire! I am Bagel Bites. Um, this is my co-host, Crossfire. Hell yeah, let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> so, needless to say, it has been a while since we have recorded a podcast. And I don't have to tell any of you, but uh, some shit has been constantly going down for the past 12 months. It's been a year. And by a year, I mean like seven years. Tonight, we will be discussing our uh, best of playlists. And I remember a year ago when we did this, it felt like such a different time because we were just talking about how like Blank-182 came out with like one of the best albums of their career. And Lil Nas X was, you know, (laughs) ruling the world with his uh, many uh, Old Town Road remixes. And it seemed like such a like happier time. Oh, we were younger, more spry, full of hope. <laughs> right? Now we're just like beaten down and jaded old podcasters. All my hair is gray. Um, I have an eye patch. Caden <laughs> um, has two cybernetic legs. <laughs> and Ashley and I are now like bounty hunters in this 2020 hellscape. And it's uh, it's been a little rough. No lie, I think I might thrive under those circumstances. What, you being a bounty hunter in a dystopia? Yeah. Hell yeah. Why not? <laughs> like, what else are we doing? I don't know. I I don't even know anymore. So, last time we did this, we picked five songs each, and we went back and forth, you know, talking about our, you know, our list. But the one thing about this year that uh, did not suck was music so much shit came out this year every time ashley and i would recall an album we're like oh that came out two years ago i was like nope that came out in march Uh (laughs) uh-huh i definitely did that (laughs) so much of this was did that come out this year and only to find out it came out like last week i'm like god damn (laughs) oh man there's like three songs on here where i'm like that came out like a month ago right and i looked it up and it's like no, that was over the summer, and I'm like, what was? When was summer? I don't remember <laughs> anymore. I don't think we even had a summer. Yeah, time doesn't mean anything anymore. So, since so much music came out this year, we've extended our list from five to ten. I mean, I don't know if you want to get into this, or should we save this for another time? Our Spotify wrapped lists. I mean, I posted mine on the Instagram. And it's also, like, the least surprising thing in the world, where it's like, hey, Tegan and Sarah fan, uh, your shit is full of Tegan and Sarah. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I really thought that I had listened to On Directing more than Red Belt this year. It was to the point where, like, my top five songs, four out of the five songs were Tegan and Sarah songs. I was a little disappointed in myself that it wasn't all just Tegan and Sarah. Right? (laughs) Something had to get through. (laughs) To be fair, the song I did get through is on my end of the year playlist, mostly because it was a song that I listened to a lot and it made it on there. Did you by any chance listen to the Christmas song, the Happy Season? Or? I did. Yes. So T and Sarah released a Christmas song and I notoriously do not like Christmas music. I can maybe think of like two or three Christmas songs actually like legitimately enjoy. Can I take a guess which ones they are? You will probably guess one. There's one that you will never guess in a million years. It's not Christmas shoes, though. It's definitely not Christmas shoes. So there goes two of my guesses. All right, last <laughs> one. Uh, if it's not Christmas wrapping by the waitresses, um, I'm going to be disappointed. 
that is one of the few that I actually do enjoy. That song rips. I don't care. <laughs> um, I think I actually put it on uh, Tuesday Tunes last year. There's a newfound glory Christmas song. Oh, was it Xmas? Yeah, Xmas. Which is not really a Christmas song because it's mostly just him bitching about his shitty ex-girlfriend. But the song is very fun and it has jingle bells in it. I was going to say, it's kind of a Christmas song, but those are like the Christmas songs that aren't like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yes. Which is why I did like the Tegan and Sarah song, because it is basically a Tegan and Sarah song that just happens to be based around a holiday. Yes. It's perfect. It's so fun. Right? (laughs) It's so fun. Like, you messaged me and you were like, this song has no reason to go this hard. And I'm like, eh, I'll get to it eventually. And then I listened to it and I'm like, damn, I should have listened to this earlier because I would have been dancing. (laughs) 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 So if you haven't listened to it, go check it out. All right. Um, so this time we're doing a little something different. Um, we're splitting up our playlist. Uh, Ashley is going tonight and then I will be, uh, going on the next episode. Your playlist, like, I don't want to talk too much about it before we even get into it, but I feel so inadequate. <laughs> well, I feel like it was easy to go first. I have to shout out one band who I put on this playlist and I took off. Because they did not fit this playlist. I felt so stupid doing it too. I had had a song from the new Mountain Goats album on here, uh, which is great. It's a great album. Also, Get Famous is uh, was the song in question. And it's such a fun little single. And the music video is very cute. But it just like, I could not find a place to get it on this playlist and have it like not weird the vibe out completely. So I ended up taking it off and switching it out for something else. So that's what I wanted to ask you. Now, with my playlist, there's going to be very difficult to find a flow because um, like me, in my personal life, in my musical life, it's all over the place. (laughs) But I want to commend you, my dear friend Ashley, Mm -hmm. because you did that thing that we talk about a lot about song placement and flow. Mm -hmm. And it flows so wonderfully. Like, it really does flow so well and it's almost seamless the only thing that ruined it was the fact that like i canceled my uh spotify premium so the ads kind of like fucked up my vibe oh rude (laughs) yeah but it's so good and a lot of the songs like i didn't know or at least if i was aware of the artist like like there were some really cool choices so i just want to get into your playlist and like how you kind of figure things out and i guess we'll just start going down the list I feel bad because you and I approach this, I think, in very different ways where you, you've you been bugging me about the year-end playlist since like October. I am not even exaggerating. <laughs> where you're like, I don't know what I'm going to put on there. And you like have fucking like mentally struggled with this. You asked me to put together a playlist and I made a list in like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I wish I was you. Because you're like, we talked about it. We talked about recording. And we're like, all right, we're going to record Friday. Within like 10 minutes, you're like, here's my list. I'm like, how? Are you a witch? What are you doing? Can I have your power, please? And like that original list that I put together, uh, all except for switching out the Mountain Goats for one artist, who I'll tell you who it is when I get there, is the same. So I started out with a song from the new Strokes album. I started out with Brooklyn Bridge to chorus and this song bops. It's so good. <laughs> this was one of those albums where I'm like, that came out in like 2018, right? Nope. And then no, it came out in April or March. 
I know you're definitely a bigger Strokes fan than I am, and their last few albums, I think after Room on Fire, or no, what was one after Room on Fire? Uh, I think that was Angles, which I really liked. Yeah, like whatever the one Juicebox was on, like that one I did listen to, but then after that, I kind of fell off, and not in the, oh, they suck now, but, you know, so much other stuff was getting my attention. Mm-hmm. This was almost like the Mad Max Fury Road of indie rock albums this year, where like you're aware of this thing that is going on and you should be into it. But for some reason, you're kind of like, all right, I'll get around to it. But people, and I say this complimentary, would not shut the fuck up about this album. (laughs) I heard so much like the new strokes is so good. New strokes is so good. And I'm like, all right, I got it. Listen to it. Relax. (laughs) You could have just told me to shut up. No, but you like you were really adamant about it. I was like it's so good, and like I'm like, all right, fine, I'll listen to it. And I'm like, oh my damn, like this yeah. is probably the best Strokes album in a very long time. This is brilliant. His solo stuff tends to be very good. Also, um, Albert's solo stuff also tends to be really good. I just I don't know, man. The Strokes are the Strokes are good. <laughs> Sorry, I know that's not super duper profound, but like. This album came out like a couple of weeks into lockdown and just like was fun, which was nice. And I think this playlist for me ended up being like two thirds fun and like one third like sad white lady music. (laughs) (laughs) I, okay. No, for real. <laughs> oh no. For for all of the shit that I've talked about angry YG music, the counterpart for angry YG music is sat white lady music and we will get there because I've got a few of those on here. That definitely seemed to be the I don't want to say dominating, but it definitely was like a big thing this year. And I definitely have my thoughts on that, but maybe we should save that for another time. <laughs> We can talk about the sad white lady some other time. The next song. So in the in next year, our New Year's resolution for this podcast is to turn this podcast from a Tegan and Sarah podcast to a Cara Caro Benito and a Megan the Stallion fan podcast. <laughs> well, are we not bringing in Frank Ocean? That's twenty twenty two. That's twenty twenty two. Yeah, but I think between the two of us, like definitely it's the Megan the Stallion, Cara Caro Benito, because yes. I think those are basically our vibes in 2020. If we had to take anything from this year is you went like it's ridiculously snacks. fun and catchy. And I I don't know. I just, <laughs> but we'll get to Megan on my playlist in a bit though. But you had brought them up on Tuesday tunes earlier this year, last year, whenever that was. I believe it was last year. Cause they had a new song last year. And didn't they make your list last year as well? Yes, they did. And, my God, <laughs> music shouldn't be this fun. And I almost forgot what it was like to listen to something so pleasantly wonderful. Your boy was in his feelings this year. <laughs> and this song is for a children's video game. Like, this is one of those where I'm like, it has no business being this fun. So, I don't know what everybody else knows of the Bug Snacks video game. But I am currently playing it. It's very, very cute. I'm not really spoiling the plot because she also goes through the plot of the video game in the song, which I appreciate. The old Will Smith. uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
you're traveling to an island to solve a mystery, but on this island, there are these things called bug snacks that are half bug and half snack and 100% adorable. Fucking bug snacks rules. It's very weird, but it's very, very cute and very funny. <laughs> and the song, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it at least once because it's just the happiest sounding song I think I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, we, I know we weren't really going to talk about or rap that much, but like for me, like the biggest surprise was finding out that this wasn't on my top five most places. Yeah, songs. I was really shocked as shit on that one. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Because I know you felt this hardcore. I think it's because it came out in like July or August. I think it just, I played it a lot, but um, the song that ended up being my number five song was a song that came out in like January or February. So. The next song that I had on my playlist was another album that I was super excited about. And I think I yelled at you a lot to listen to. Yes. Um, (laughs) uh, This is the steps from the new uh, Haim album that came out this year. That was what? Women in Music Volume 3, I think is the name of it? Yeah. Part 3. So I did listen to you and Uh I did listen to this album. However, I ended up listening to their 2017 album, Something to Tell You, um, a lot more. Yes. I kind of didn't listen to this one as much. And it's a good album, but I don't know. I found the other one more enjoyable. So I didn't appreciate it the way I should have. Um, As you and the rest of the world told me, it was really good. And it is. Mm -hmm. Um, But then something else took my attention. But again, that's another (laughs) artist we haven't got to yet. But it's really fucking good. Yeah. I know how how that goes. And yeah. There was a point in time in which I was going in between this album and another album and like regulating my mood by that where I'm like, oh, am I am I too sad? It's time to listen to him. Am I too happy? It's time to listen to this other one. So I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This album was really like jazzy and fun. I've loved them anyway. So I, I knew going in that I was probably going to like this album. And this song reminded me of The Wire. Not the show, the the song that they have. Oh, I was going to say, it's like, <laughs> that would be, okay, now what I'm going to have to do is on some, like, dark side of the moon type shit is watch The Wire and try to sneak it up to Hame. <laughs> Let me know how it goes. Oh, I'm still doing it. I'm writing that down right now. Oh, my God. That's going to be so fucking weird. <laughs> have you met me? I know, but I'm just like, that'll be an experience for sure. Let me know how it goes. All right. <laughs> Actually, back. I should play Hames the Wire with, <laughs> with the, the Wire, wire show. <laughs> All right, there you go. And that's oh boy. I want <sighs> you to I want you to like put the ham song over the wire like opening credits. Done. Done deal. <laughs> Don't tempt me, Frodo. <laughs> So the next one that I had, this is the one that ended up kind of being a last minute addition when I decided that the Mountain Goats just did not fit on this playlist. Um, I do like San Cisco, though. I just, I had checked into this album. I was in this album for a few weeks, and it was one of those where, like, I checked back in. Usually Spotify will sneak them on a lot of my playlists. It's a solid, like, indie pop rock album. I really liked it. I, it was uh, the song's called "When I Dream." It's and it's good. I'm a fan. This song slapped. Like I really enjoyed this. Also lyrically, mm-hmm. um, hit a little too close to home, and I didn't appreciate being called out like that on my music. 
<laughs> I think you would like them. I definitely like this song. Yes. They've got a few albums from like earlier in the decade that I like a lot. I think it would be worth doing a deeper dive. At one point, they were called King George, and then they changed their name. I just don't remember what of their stuff was under one umbrella and under the other. But yeah, I like these guys a lot. It sort of fits into my dirty hipster vibes. Nice. And that (laughs) chorus is pretty much peak 2020 energy. Yes. (laughs) It's like, why does it feel to be, why does it feel so good to be so distracting again? It's like, I felt that in my soul. So rock on, Francisco. You got me on that one. You got a fan for life. (laughs) The next song on my playlist was another one that I'm fairly certain was a Tuesday tune. I think Surfer Blood might actually be the first band to make multiple appearances on Tuesday Tunes, because I do try to mix it up. But I also know you feel Surfer Blood like hardcore. Yeah, they're they're good. It's just, it's dumb, because like, I'm not a surfer. That's not me. That's never been me. I've never really lived, aside from the few years I was in Florida, like, there's never, I've never lived in a place where like, that was the culture. But like, There's just something about, like, surf rock that makes me smile and, like, just resonates with me. So, like, this, like, surfer rock sort of meets indie pop stuff just, like, makes my heart smile. And they released an EP over the summer called Hard Boiled. And the song Devil Oak is seriously one of the catchiest things I've ever heard. (laughs) It just makes me really, really happy. I feel like I'm not... We've talked about this also where, like, it is harder for me to be nice. I'm going to probably be saying a lot of the same shit over and over again. I apologize. I Um, mean, no, like, no, talk your shit. (laughs) Like, you know what it was? As I listened to this, I didn't have the track list in front of me. So I honestly had to keep doing double takes because it didn't quite sound like Surfer Blood. Yeah. Because I'm like, I've heard other stuff from them and not trying to shit talk stuff that you enjoy, but... I definitely didn't feel them so heavily, but I was like, wait, this is Surfer Blood? Like, wait, I enjoy this. What happened? What did you do? Do more of this, please. I think this EP leaned a little less on the Surfer stuff. Like, this song is definitely the most Surfery. That's a word that I just made up. Um, <laughs> it's definitely the most, like, Surfery of the four or five songs on this EP, but I really liked it. I don't know. There's just something about this band that makes me happy. This next song, I still haven't listened to the rest of this album. Have you? The new Gorillaz album? The answer to that question is um, Expedive Deleted, yes, because my lord. Okay, so <laughs> when they were releasing them like piecemeal, like, uh-huh. you know, like one offs, I was like, okay, these songs are cool. Because, you know, like the Gorillaz were doing that for a little bit. As opposed to doing like a full album, they were sort of like releasing things in chunks and singles so i think for me and this is i think just my add kind of kicking in where i think sometimes when things get released not even just as singles like just these one-offs because i think that even happened with modest mouse where their last few singles were just released as like these just one-off songs Mm -hmm. it's harder for me to follow it or to kind of keep up with it unless it's either like an ep or a full album so i'm really bad when it comes to like one-off singles so I was actually surprised when all the songs got put on, you know, a full collection. 
Lord have mercy, Jesus. <laughs> this might be my favorite Gorillaz album since Humans. It's so fucking good. This is one of the songs that got sort of piecemealed out pretty early. And I do need to actually listen to the rest of the album. But on the other hand, it's not going to hit as hard as this song does. The song I am talking about, of course, is uh, Desolé. The first 80 or 90 seconds of this song is just like music. It's just like intro before like the actual like vocals come in. Mm -hmm. I could just loop that, that 90 seconds over and over and over again. It's just a vibe. It's so good. It's the same kind of vibe as the cranberry juice guy on the longboard. (laughs) (laughs) I... It's just like that, like late summer, sort of like laid back kind of groove. Yeah, it's almost like just this pure, solid, just groove. And I know, like, the last two Gorillaz albums, it okay. I'm sorry. Please tell me to shut up at some point because I've realized now looking back at the catalog, the Gorillaz have been really instrumental, no pun intended, in capturing ah. an era, both humans and uh, the now, now. Mm hmm. If those two albums weren't like a dialogue and almost sort of a encapsulation of the Trump era, those songs were great, but they were really trying to work through a lot of just hopelessness and malaise. And even though this year was uh, a flaming garbage heap, it captured some of that energy and vibrancy that I think had been missing from the Gorillas. That's not saying that the albums, the other albums were bad, but like, this kind of kicked in a way that I was not expecting. And the guest spots were spot on. Everything about it just, even if the songs weren't overly poppy, they were just fun listens. Like, they do some really cool shit that I don't think they've really done yet. I, I like it a lot. Like, I'm surprised that this album doesn't get talked about more. And maybe because it was released as, like, these one-off singles that didn't got collected, maybe people don't think of it the same way, but... It's still a great collection of music. And this song was one that I didn't listen to as much. I wore this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was me with, um, gosh, I didn't have the track listing in front of me, but like the tracks they did with like Beck and uh, Schoolboy Q. Yes, I did listen to the song that Beck featured on, of course. It was good. It has a different feel than this song, for sure. Damn, like, Gorilla, stop being so good. I wonder if any of these songs got radio play. I'm so fucking detached from, like, FM radio that I couldn't tell you. At least in this area, I, from my experience, I don't think the gorillas have gotten radio play in a very long time. Because I think as they got more complex, mm-hmm. it was harder for, I think, and again, this is just my opinion. It got harder for at least terrestrial radio in this area to sell them. Yeah, because, I mean, you could stick them on on like a top 40 like alternative station but even that's not quite the right fit because i think a lot of people who were into like clint eastwood or like feel good inc when even listening to like the full albums are definitely different experiences and Mm -hmm. again that's that music that's hard to sort of put in the box and i think your general listener might struggle with that now this new album is probably the most accessible i think but it's still very much gorillas at the end of the day. They have transcended genre. Yeah, I definitely like I know that that phrase is like, oh, pitchfork. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's true. I said it with snark, but I also meant it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Full disclosure, y'all. I've had a couple beers. It's been a very long week. So just deal with my shit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Could you please not threaten our listeners? I would do whatever the fuck I want. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, this is the most 2020 thing that ever happened. Ashley was the sweet one and I was the antagonistic one. I was starting to fight people for like the first like 10 episodes. What happened to us? That's true. I did yell at you a lot for that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're like the LP to my killer mic. (laughs) Um, shit. (laughs) Hey, I ruined the show. Um, no, you did not. I'm sorry. That was great. We're keeping that in. (laughs) Fuck it. That's that's staying in. We are not editing that out. I don't want to hear shit. If someone's got something to say, they could, you know, message us like on Twitter at TLAT Podcast. Um, same handle for the Instagram, TLAT Podcast at gmail.com. You know where we are. Cuss us out if you think we're talking to you, you know, at the side of our mouths, which we probably are, but whatever. <laughs> it's 2020. Look, it's, uh, it's still 2020, and it's going to be 2020 at least until 2020, like two. That, yeah, that's, that's the part that is. I'm trying not to think about, but also, like, is sort of omnipresent where, like, this shit ain't going away for a while, but it's fine. Everything's great. Uh, back to this silly playlist I made. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So this next song was the fifth entry on my top five most streamed of the year. This song was for sure a Tuesday tune. It's called Back to Life by Child, but it's three eyes, like Mike Snow does. Uh, wow, Mike Snow! <laughs> I can't just to hide in the Did you know? Oh, sorry, that song fucking slaps. Oh, come on, Genghis Khan? Mike Snow fucking rules. Did you know yes. Mike Snow did uh, a song with Run the Jewels? Yes. I think it was the remix The Heart is Full. Yes. Yes. Why don't we great. talk about Mike Snow more? Also, you feel free to edit out that horrible singing. No, I'm leaving that shit in. I've sang enough. God <laughs> damn you, Rum. <laughs> That's an unspoken drinking game that I am proposing to everybody is to just listen to all of our past episodes and just drink whenever one of us sings. Um, first off, um, we are not responsible for any damages or, or loss of friendships. Y'all are grown. Make your own decisions. Right? Don't come sue us. All those handles that I just threw out, completely erased them because I had nothing to do with any of this shit. (laughs) Turns out, spoiler alert, neither of us have any money. So. (laughs) Oh my God, that shit. When that shit came out, it was between that and what was the other album? Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix? Yes. You could not tell me that that was not the best album of 2008. And I don't know, that shit, I, between, okay. So it was Mike Snow's debut, Wolfgang Amadeus uh, Phoenix, that, and what fucking Phoenix. Hold Steady album came out that year? <sighs> or around that time. I don't remember, but that shit, like. I'm looking it up. I was a garbage human being, but I love those albums so much. Oh, and Sylvia, like, oh man, Mike Snow was dope. Mike Snow is, in fact, dope. What what happened to them? Please don't tell me something happened and they got canceled. Because I'd hate to go through like Mike Snow's dope, or to find out Mike Snow like <laughs> is like super problematic, and I'm gonna look like an asshole. No, uh, have you ever actually looked at the dudes from Mike Snow? 
No, and that's all I know is they're an ice cube. Uh, <laughs> so one of them looks like a dirty hipster, like like Tame Impala, dirty hipster. Uh, one of them is pretty in a Paul Rudd sort of way, where his face is very like cheruby. Yeah, and like he could be twenty five or he could be fifty. I don't know. And the other one looks like a member of Team Iceland. <laughs> like Gunnar Stahl? Yes. <laughs> you lost it for us. You lost it for yourself. Let's go shake the hands. <laughs> and Coach Dane's like, damn, he burned me on that one, bro. He does, though. He looks like a member of Team Iceland. But, like, it's because he's just all, like... Fucking pale and, and angry cheekbone angles and shit. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sure they're great guys. Uh, not problematic at all. Anyway. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> what are we talking about? I'm sorry. Welcome to the Mike Snow podcast. <laughs> Looks like the last album came out in 2016, and they've done a few smaller things since then. Oh, we are talking about Child. That's right. We were talking about Child. Which, I, I okay. Before the end of the year, maybe after, you know, when things kind of settle down, I want a t-shirt made that just says, if there is a God, I hope she's black. Because that shit, like, <laughs> I just, like, I just looped the chorus. I didn't know what the verses sounded like. I'm like, that is such a, like, banger of a line. I love it to death. <laughs> and that's, that song is another song, a lot like Desolate, where I just, like, vibe off the music. Like, it just is this like perfectly chill super nice like beat the verses are great the chorus is great the chorus is i am gonna butcher the pronunciation of this word um she's an artist shungudzo again apologies and it looks like she's done plenty of her own stuff but i think she is the one that's actually singing the choruses this song was one of those like Spotify was like, hey, we think we'll like this. And I did, obviously. But I went and listened to the whole album and the whole album is great. So um, I think it's Child's first album as well. Um, Spotify be like that. I was like, oh, we think you like this. I'm like, oh, really? Really? Word? You just think <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this? And then you almost like hate play it. Like you just hit play. Like, yeah, I bet you won't like this. And then it's like, ah, shit, this shit slaps. Fuck. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Algorithms are weird. And it's one of those where I don't want to think about it too much. But, like, the idea that, like, there's just a, a guy with a computer in a in a room plugging in zeros and ones that's suggesting all of my music to me, like, bums me out. But at the same time is, I mean, the zeros and ones got it. So what are you going to do? Yeah, the algorithms are so bad. I think it's just when I listen to something else and I feel like I'm being judged. Where, like, whatever program, not even just Spotify, is like, wait, you don't want to listen to the same song from Fast and Furious? No? No? Like, wait, you're, you're going to listen to, oh, oh, hey, guys, look, we, we, we got a rebel over here. He, he wants to listen to something else. Oh. <laughs> oh, someone wants to be a hero today. <laughs> How about you sit your ass back down, listen to Furious 7, and, and let me know when you start crying when they play the, the Paul Walker song, all right? fuck out of here motherfucker wants to listen to some carol carol bonito what the fuck is that shit fuck out of oh, here please 
<laughs> you sent me the screenshots of your rap list, and I was just like, <laughs> "Don't call me out." <laughs> where's the Fast and Furious on this? And you were offended, and it was very funny. That was, I'm sorry, that was a solid burn. And the answer to that was right in front of your face. I don't know if you noticed it or not. <laughs> the number one ass song on that list. Yeah. Oh, uh, we'll get there, folks. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we have officially entered the sad white lady territory of my playlist. So apparently, like, Phoebe Bridgers has just, like, popped off. Like, Grammys and shit. I remember when, even before this album came out, I was getting a lot of buzz from this between both you and uh, Chill Wave Kittens, which shout mm-hmm. out to Chill Wave Kittens, by the way. Hell yeah. The bracket lord himself. Um, <laughs> the two of you, like, were really adamant about this album and how good it was. And again, this was one of those, all right, I'll get around to it. One day I'm driving around, getting some lunch. I went to Wendy's and was headed back. And I know the end is playing. And I'm sitting there just eating my chicken nuggets being like, this shit's good. Then it's like, oh, oh, damn. Like, oh, shit. Like, all of a sudden, yeah. like, the song just gets, like, more and more intense. And then the rest of the album goes, because I guess I just played that one first. Mm-hmm. And motherfuckers are right. It's, like, it's really damn good. Like, yeah. I know Haim gets a lot of praise. And, again, there's not a competition. And I'm definitely not trying to make women compete. But, like, I would have listened to Women in Music more if Punisher didn't come out. Because it's, that shit's, that shit's wild. And that was it for probably about a good six-week period. That was all. I was just mainlining both albums. And I I really liked her her debut album. I thought Strangers in the Alps was a great album. It is fucking sad. I didn't listen to... She did a an album with uh, Connor Oberst. Well, I know. <laughs> Your arch nemesis is back. Yeah. So, for very obvious reasons, I didn't listen to it, because, like, man, fuck that guy. Oh, we um, gotta go back to our 2000s, uh, <laughs> Noah's Art. Was it old school? Was it uh, 2000s indie? I think, it, yeah, I think it was the 2000s indie bracket. Yeah, definitely listen to that, where Ashley will, in great detail, talk about her, uh, <laughs> her rivalry with Connor Roberst. Fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> So I was excited to hear that she was making an, a new solo record um, that didn't have Sad Face McGee on it. I wasn't 100% sure what to expect. I wasn't sure if it was going to be like more of the same or if it was going to be more upbeat or what. The answer is yes. Um, the sad songs <laughs> are really sad. But then you've got some more upbeat songs like like Kyoto, the the single from it that it's 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 almost fun there's definitely still some white lady sadness to it but it's still it's a fun song and i still at at my core have that hipster like no you guys can't have her i found her first but Mm -hmm. (laughs) but good for her if there's a thing we need it's more women musicians that are making sort of raw and honest music and she rules so i'm proud of her i'm sad that i don't like it but it's fine make that money girl (laughs) (laughs) i think it's okay you know what let's let's be real for a minute i know we're not supposed to and we try our best especially you and i both and we talk about this you know 
amongst ourselves is trying not to be like gatekeepy about stuff, but it is kind of tough when you're like, oh no, my indie darling is going out into the world. You're almost like protective. I'm like, oh, my sweet child is getting on his bus. And what if someone trips them or what if someone like attacks them? They only realize not only was their first day of school like fun, but like they're super popular. You're happy for them. But at the same time, you're like, oh, my baby. Right. I was like, don't forget us. Come back. <laughs> also, I don't know what school you put your kid on a bus and they don't come back, which dark. <laughs> <laughs> that analogy got away from me real quick. I'm like, wow. Uh, you never know. But I also want to point out the fact that like you rep Kyoto and like my favorite is I know the end. My God, we really are ourselves. Like yes. it's always like a cartoonish, like you went the fun poppy one. I went to like the apocalyptic one. I do like that song. Like, there's not really any songs off the album that I skip. It's just certain ones hit at different times. Right. What did you think of the next song? Tour season. Yes. Uh, Meal, Mile. I, I'm Miel. Like, my pronunciations. No, you're, oh you're wow. Good. I'm completely off. My fault. <laughs> I. You know what it is? I hate mispronouncing people's names because it's like you know you don't want to be low key insulting. For sure. Um, but your boy's been drinking, so. <laughs> That's all right. I won't tell her if you want. I like this a lot. But again, you know what? You don't have to sell me on like sad hipster, you know, <laughs> as you refer to sad white lady music. Like that's my jam. <laughs> that's why I love this playlist so much because you really did start out with, you know, these fun bops and then you really did bring it down into like this nice chill space. And I love that. Like, you know, like I really need to start making playlists that are the other way around that start slow, that build up. Cause most of mine are like, I'm going to punch you in the face, but then as you're like falling over, I'm going to make sure you fall into this nice soft bed <laughs> Whoa. and tuck you in. <laughs> no, you just got laid the hell out. <laughs> That's that's how we do things here. That's how, because so much of, of how I learned how to put together a playlist was from, like, burning CDs. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my playlists end up being about 80 minutes, and they do that same exact thing, where, like, the fun shit's towards the beginning, and you kind of mellow out towards the end. And I don't know. That's just how I learned how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> So, Miel is interesting. She started out as one of the kids that did vines. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. You know, the, the you can't sit with us. Well, I can't sit at all because I have hemorrhoids. <laughs> that's <Yes>. Miel. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, that's Miel. Oh, see, that kind of like blows the whole thing. That, oh, man. Now I'm going to listen to the music thinking about that shit. God, I miss Vine so much. But she she has a podcast of her own where she talks about music and stuff. And she did this EP with her brother, who's also a musician. And it's all sad. And it's all just perfect, sad, sad hipster music that just made my whole fall so happy. <laughs> Her voice is great. I guess she, before she was doing Vine, she tried to make a go of it as a musician and then sort of transitioned into doing more comedic stuff. I really, really, really hope that she and her brother um, continue to make music because I need more of this immediately. The EP is pretty short. I think it's only 20, 25 minutes, but it's all just really good. 
I'll really have to check it out because I did enjoy this a lot. All right. So this last song on my playlist, I actually need to shout out the dudes from Inner City Geeks because they were the ones that turned me on to this nice lady here. Donna Massal, I believe is her name. Um, I may be mispronouncing that last name. Sorry if I am. She released a new album this year called Lighter. I had posted a song on Tuesday Tunes. Um, I think it was Retrograde, actually. Um, yeah, the Maggie Rogers song. And dude was like, hey, if you like her, you'll definitely like this album. And I was like, all right, I got time for this. And I fucking fell in love with this album. This album is great. Of course, I picked uh, Bloom from it um, to end this playlist. It is, of course, the saddest song off of this album. <laughs> um, you know those, like, really bad, like, fan videos that used to clutter YouTube back when YouTube was, like, pure and not awful? Not full of, like, 90 ads for a two-minute video? Yeah. Oh, do you mean, like, the, what were they, like, the PMVs? Yes, that kind of shit. I want to take this song... And I want to cut it over, like, that, like, season six Buffy where, like, Will had just been broken up with and, like, everybody's sad. <laughs> I'm here for this. I, I didn't know I wanted this until I just heard it. Every time I hear this song, like, that's what I think of. I think of that scene from Buffy where, like, af- after they've broken up and it's in the show because 2001 they're playing that that sad michelle branch song i want to put this song in instead of that sad michelle branch song. wait which sad michelle branch song because there was like happy now it was um, goodbye to you was that one of the later albums was that off spirit room or no no it was off the first album mm. sorry i i'm a trash human being because it was like okay spirit room and then the name of the album after that that i can't think of right now hotel paper hotel paper yeah, I know this shit. <laughs> God, I'm sorry. We might have to do a Michelle Branch uh, episode that's somewhere down the line, way down Hell the line. Yeah. But Spirit Room was my jam. Yes, it was on Spirit Room. Oh, damn. How did I fucking forget that then? It was a single, even. It was the like the sad, ballady one. I was uh, hung up on, what was it, Sweet Misery? That was my jam. Yes. I really liked Hotel Paper. I thought that whole album fucking ruled. Um, it was good. I mean, was it Spirit Room? I don't know, but it definitely was up there. There was something about the... Yeah, this just turned into a Michelle Branch podcast. Don't worry about it. Um, We're branching off! (laughs) There we go. Branching off with Ashley and Adrian. Copyright, TLAT. No one's taking that. (laughs) Fuck y'all. That's our show now. How many many more Michelle Branch albums are there? Spoiler alert, not that many. As many as are needed. Okay, so we got a course. All right, so it's only going to be like three episodes. Well, all right, we may have to do an episode per song just to like space it out. Because of course you got to talk about the Game of Love, the Santana one. Oh, I forgot that that was a thing. I like that song. Uh, What was the one she did? She, She did a country album or some shit. Yeah, she was, um, what were their names? There was a duo. Yeah, she was, like, blonde and shit. Um, and I was like, what happened? What Earth 2 Michelle Branch is this? Yeah, I definitely, I... <laughs> oh, come on. And I'm sorry. Santana, like, okay. Another aside to another aside. 
<laughs> a, he deserved better than whatever, like, those, like, collaboration albums. And also, dude was going in way too hard for what these people were bringing him. Right? Nothing, nothing will ever make me as happy as Robert Thomas, the uh, blues hockey player, bringing the Stanley Cup to a Rob Thomas concert that happened to be in St. Louis. <laughs> and having them, like, take pictures together. Of course, like, Robert Thomas is, like, 19 years old. Like, he's a baby. I'm like, you you don't even know who you're meeting right now. Matchbox 20 means nothing to you. But go off, I guess. <laughs> I had a bonding moment that was stripped away from me today. Even though the kids are doing remote learning, Jay's computer had to be brought to the school. And they're, like, you know, basically going to the front door, you know, and they'll swap out another one. You know, and obviously everything was mask and distance, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, as we're leaving, the front gate was closed. So we had to go out the back. Like, um, so then it's like, oh, he's taking a roundabout. Then all of a sudden he starts like humming like the intro of the roundabout by yes. And like my <laughs> eyes lit up and I'm like, how the fuck do you know? Like, yes. And roundabout. And I was like, holy shit. Like, cause he does the, oh, I don't know nothing about music, but it'll like reference everything. And then he's like, it was a meme. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm so proud of you and I love you for even like acknowledging the song and how awesome it is. But I was just like, dang, I really thought this dude was listening to yes. I still saw on the the Yacht Rock channel on GTA, right? Kenny Loggins hosted, so yeah. Yes. (laughs) But it's like, I don't think he's really around when I play GTA, or at least I try not to be because, you know, I'm I'm a clearly good parent. I don't let my kid be in Roman there. Not also, they don't have to be exposed to GTA. They drive in a car with me. That game is for children. It's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will find the name of this goddamn Michelle Branch. Did you ask Wikipedia? I can ask Wikipedia. The Wreckers. That's it. Because it was there like a name go. that's like, really? I'm sorry. I think Wreckers. I think of that dude with the purple ski mask and a crowbar from like the Marvel comics. <laughs> I, Michelle Branson, Jessica Harp. That was a thing. Who who is who is Jessica Harp really? I don't know, but the, they were active. Wow, they were active from 2002 to 2010. Yeah, I was gonna say they were around a while. It just did not did not hit with me. Yeah, it's for somebody, but not for me. Exactly. But your list was awesome. Like I said, I got put onto a lot of cool stuff. I feel bad because you had like a cool flow and reasoning and rationale for yours. Mine's a chaotic mess and does not flow. And I'm a trash human being. It's okay. <laughs> She's like, yes, make- you are, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I love how at no point you were like, oh, no, you're not. She's like, yeah, I know you're. The the homework assignment was to put together a list of, of songs that you enjoyed from this year. At no point did you have to go above and beyond to make a bitchin' playlist. But I'm all about bitchin' playlist. That's like my whole vibe. <laughs> well, you'll figure it out. I guess it's become a meme now more than anything, but like people who are getting called out that going to concerts was like their whole personality. Like that's me a playlist. So <laughs> it's got to flow. I don't know how it's going to flow, but it's going to flow. Those poor people. They've got nothing now. Well, now that we brought the mood down. <laughs> right? Hey, way to go. <laughs> the sad white lady music worked. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're always interested to find out um, what made your best of lists, um, whether it was through Spotify Wrapped or you just made your own. Twitter at 
TLAT podcast. That is also the handle for the Instagram. And of course, our email, which is uh, TLAT podcast at gmail.com. We are on Spotify. Naturally, we are on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, Of course, our own website, which is agentasissues.com slash TLAT podcast. And you know, check us out and check out this list. And, you know, I'm always interested to hear what other people are listening to. And to get on my soapbox just for a brief moment, I know that Spotify is the devil. <laughs> and I know that they could and should be doing a lot more for artists, which is why Bandcamp um, was really awesome, as it always is. But this year they were doing um, Bandcamp Fridays where, like, all of the um, purchases, like, all the money goes directly to the artist, which is something that should be done more and encouraged so but it, at least the one thing i did like about spotify especially wrapped as everybody was sharing their stuff is i got exposed to a lot of stuff that i don't know because as much as i'm a music junkie someone else could vibe out to this stuff and listen to a whole other set of music so it's not without its merits but you know obviously if you can especially now you know support your artist as your favorite artist as best you can hell yeah pay my friends um <laughs> I wanted to give an audio hug to an Instagram user who made my whole day. So this dumb podcast, (laughs) (laughs) this dumb podcast was just supposed to be a fun thing for me and my friend to do. Honestly, I didn't expect anybody to listen to it. I know I have a few people that I know in real life who listen to it basically because I make sad eyes at them until they do. (laughs) Um, But the idea that there are strangers that take time out of their day to listen to this is fucking wild to me in the best way possible. And I want to hug all of you, but that's not allowed. But I got a comment on an Instagram post I'd made about my own wrapped from uh, Superstar Quinn's underscore, who let us know that we actually made her her wrapped like podcast list and i cried i cried like a baby at my desk just being like they like us someone really likes us (laughs) (laughs) so we we appreciate all of you every every stream every chance that you that you take to put us in your ear holes we greatly greatly appreciate it absolutely so thank you and thank you so much and thank you all who listen and, and and you know interact with us on social media Honestly, I know we have a little bit more to do before this year is over. Um, I don't have to tell you how wild it's been, but we're hoping that, you know, we could do bigger and better things and continue to sing out of tune. Um, <laughs> and also give you sources on the process. Hell yeah. So I want to buy these shoes. <laughs> Good night, everybody. It's bug snacks. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's, let's end with bug snacks and not... Dead people <laughs> shoes on. Oh man, Christmas music is wild. <laughs> or we can end with the greatest song ever made. Pizza. It's bug snacks. Oh, damn it! <laughs> not bug snacks. Bagel bites. <laughs> oh my god! All right, do do bagel bites for real. We're gonna end with bagel bites for real. Oh no, I'm not actually doing the whole thing because they're not gonna owe them money. I'm, I'm sorry. Do you want big pizza bagel to come after you? They got lawyers. I don't. <laughs> Whatever. Crossfire. 
Crossfire. Crossfire. I can't follow that up. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> I was walking with the 